guys, we're about to unleash five out-of-the-box tips that every successful small business leader uses to create dynamic, engaging, five-star customer experiences. So it's time to listen up, leaders. Let's dive in. Crystal DeCuna here, and I'm thrilled to welcome you back to the Leaders Listen Up podcast. Hey, if you're new here, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And if you're returning, today we're diving into another great topic that I know you are going to get some great tips from. Hey, each week we equip you with new tools and creative techniques to help you design those epic customer and employee experiences, allowing you to drive loyalty, retention, and sales, and also deliver award-winning service. My friend, we want you to be the people's champion within your team and within your organization. All right, leaders, let's kick it off today. I want to get right into it. I want to share five tips with you and I want to maximize your time with me. Um, And so these five tips, my friends, are the tips that the most successful business leaders I know um, use to be able to really get those outstanding results. Those results that you're always like, how do they do that? Those mind-blowing results. These are a couple of the tips that uh, that my most successful leaders use. And so had a chance to really go through some coaching conversations in the last couple of weeks. And I really was pulling what are the things that they do? You know, there's some leaders that are struggling and they're always feeling like they're on a hamster wheel. And I've got other leaders that are just like got it together, right? And so um, I wanted to really be able to help one another. And um, sometimes they've got it together so much that they don't look at anything else. But other times, you know, it's those business leaders that are just constantly on the hamster wheel that just need a little bit more direction. And so these tips are for you. If you feel like, uh, you know, I know what to do and how to do it. I need a little more structure. Uh, I want you to pay attention, listen up, and let's get into it. So number one, let's talk about the power of personalization. Okay, so picture this, your customer walks into your establishment and boom, they're greeted by name. And maybe their favorite song is playing in the background. And, you know, maybe there's a personalized message on a welcome board. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, personalization is a secret weapon to your success for small business leaders. By creating a really unique and a tailored experience for each customer, it instantaneously sets you apart. I want to share an example with personalization for you. Uh, My son's friend, a few years back, we were looking at uh, schools, there's private schools in the States that were looking at him to come play football. Um, And so we were touring a couple of private schools and, you know, seeing which school was the best fit for him. And I'll never forget the personalization this one school did. Um, They knew we were coming, right? And so uh, we went, I went as the auntie to go support. And, um, and they had his name up in lights, welcome to Today we welcome. They had his name up, and um, and then they had somebody greeting him right away. And every element of the experience, there was there was his name was used somewhere, or his name was already posted before he got there. Um, and so it really created this like dynamic energy. And before he even could go on a tour, he already liked it. Right, because already people knew who he was. Everybody was expecting him. They were ready for him. Right. There's another great organization locally here uh, in the Niagara region. It's called Brand Boulevard. Many of uh, my local people will know who I'm talking about. They're really great at this as well. If I've ever gone into a meeting there, uh, you know, they'll have my name on a chalkboard saying, welcome, Crystal. Um, And it's those little touches that get you excited and engaged before you even get in. Now, I know the world looks different now. I know we might be doing, you know, whether it's online meetings or whether it's, um, you know, hybrid situations. 
there are ways we can create some real customization and real personalization. And so give it some thought, my friends. Think outside of the box a little bit. Can you have a slide up right away uh, as your guests are coming into the virtual room with a couple of candid pictures from the last couple of events? Uh, can you use their name as much as possible if, you, if you're in the restaurant environment? Um, how do we help your staff remember names, right? There's a couple of things that you can do to start practicing uh, that name retention so that you're saying, welcome back. Even if you don't know their name, but you're saying, hey, welcome back. So nice to see you again. I'm Crystal, and you are? They'll tell you their name. Say, oh, I got it now right? Those little elements. A person's name, my friends, is the sweetest sound. That's just one aspect of personalization. If you start to remember their habits, if you start to remember some of the things that they like, um, you want to be able to make sure you're making note of these things. So even if the exact same person isn't always there, somebody else can help them. One of my friends was sharing, um, one of the leaders, actually, I've been working with uh, this leader for several years, uh, probably going on. She's actually one of my very first clients. When I started, it's been eight years now. And so we were chatting the other day and she says, you know what, there's this one restaurant she said was amazing. She goes, every time we went in the the same server, she knew what I wanted to drink. When I sat down, she didn't bring me water. She brought me my drink. She knew me that well. And she goes, and this day when we walked in, she was too busy. And so she said, she waved me down and she said hello. And she went and told another server what my drink was. And then she stopped by on the way and said, uh, my friends, I'm, you know, I'm super busy. I'm in a different section today, but the, the girl I've put to take care of you, she's going to be fantastic. She's going to take great care of you. And that server came to the table with the drink ready. Um, and so there's little elements of that that we have to train our staff and, and train our teams to be able to look for those opportunities to create delight, right? So the power of personalization for a leader is really important. You want to be able to make sure that, you know, you're looking at opportunities for your staff. I'm talking about customers, but, you know, your team is your number one customer leader, right? You want to look for opportunities to really create delight. Uh, one organization I was working with um, a few years back, we started to do a bit of an employee engagement survey, and we 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 really dove into like what was important to the team and what they valued. And this organization was a cleaning organization. And so, um, you know, <laughs> their whole team was cleaning. And the last thing that their staff wanted to do when they went home for their two days off was to clean their home. And so we budgeted it and we valued it. And it worked out to be about a $1,500 like uh, expenditure per employee uh, a year if they had their house cleaned a certain number of times a year. And so that was the employee incentive. That was that extra $1,500 that that organization paid per person to make sure they created a custom experience, a delightful experience for their employees. It was just part of the package, right? So I want you to think outside of the box, my friends. How can you personalize and customize an experience for your number one customer, which is your team? All right, let me share number two with you. Tip number two is about surprise and delight, right? So it's about making sure that you're creating those magic moments for your customers. Forget about those boring, uh, predictable interactions. Again, remember, your number one customer, my friends, is your staff. So number one, you want to be able to take care of them, but you also want to inspire them to take care of your customers. So successful business leaders know that adding an element of that surprise and delight is absolutely key to capturing hearts and minds, right? And so picture this, your customer is just about to leave and suddenly they receive an unexpected gift or maybe a personalized thank you note from you. Let me share with you a time where I received a really uh, surprise and delightful experience. 
um, I actually went to this conference in Dallas, Texas. And I remember my friend and I went to a steakhouse and it was called Del Fresco Steakhouse. And um, it was a lovely evening. We had great, the great meal, fantastic service. And the server really got to know us over the last, you know, hour and a half, two hours we were there. And as she got to know us, I can't remember exactly how she got my address, like my mailing address. Must have been a comment card or something I filled out. But I remember when I got back to the to home three days later, there was a card in the mail for me. And the card, she, her name was Sally. I'll never forget it. I, I still have the card in my office somewhere. And she said, Crystal, it was such a pleasure meeting you. I hope next time you're in um, Dallas, you come and see me. Please always remember me. That must have been about nine years ago now. And I completely always remember her. I've been back twice. I always ask for her. I never gotten her yet, uh, but I do always ask for her. And so, you know, it's those little, little things that creates surprise and delight. So from that one visit, I have now gone back when I travel uh, to that restaurant twice, right? And I've probably told this story about 100,000 times. Um, so actually, there's another great uh, personalized surprise and delight uh, moment I want to share with you. There was a lady named Lori that I met at a conference a few years back. And, uh, you know, we probably had about 10 minutes to interact and engage and, and chat. We got to know each other. And I was telling her I was just starting the business. I was just so it had to be eight years ago. I think it was like maybe six months into my business. And, um, and so we had a really great conversation, a really wonderful chat. And she was telling me all about Send Out Cards, which is the company she worked with. And um, so we exchanged information. I got home and I got a card in the mail. And so I've got a, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see I've got, um, you know, this, this personalized card in the mail. And what was so beautiful about this card was that she actually took a picture from my Facebook page of my whole family. And inside she wrote, Crystal, thank you so much for learning about Send Out Cards. I loved learning about your exciting journey that you are now on. Uh, I know your why and why you're doing this. Love, Lori. And, uh, and I just thought, what a beautiful card. And then there was a brownie with it because we had talked about how much I love sweets. And, uh, and so there's a little brownie with it as well. And so that was eight years ago. And not only have I told the story, but I've done business with send out cards because it allows you to personalize and customize so much stuff. So create those surprise and delight moments, my friends. That's where magic really happens. Okay, my friends, let's move to tip number three. This is about your competition. This is where your competition starts to really uh, get a little fearful of you. The power of social media. Hey, we all know it's important, right? Gone are the days where we can have like that, you know, oh, we've got somebody in the company. Can they do our social media? My friends, that's not how it works anymore. We need somebody who is going to focus consistently on creating that digital brand for us, right? Uh, in this digital age, small business leaders that embrace the power of social media uh, have just an outstanding, tremendous advantage over people. So let's get real, folks. We need to go beyond the basics of, of just that tactical, you know, we need a website, we need an Instagram page, we need a Facebook page. We need to get really strategic. The most successful business leaders I know put this at the forefront. They create that captivating content. Uh, they run interactive content. They run contests. They, they do things that will embrace their customers, allow their customers to feel comfortable and confident to share feedback. They will ask their customers for feedback. And so what happens is they get really rich 
uh, information. They get really rich voice of customer data or voice of employee data. So flipping the script, you as a leader, again, we want to make sure that you're creating those social connections for your team as well. Recognizing one of your team members on LinkedIn or on social media uh, for performing a job really well done or maybe even uh, sharing that they have uh, out, uh, lived out one of your core values or that they really did something that aligned with your vision and your mission and your core values and publicly praising them for that, my friends, that's where magic happens. That's what some of the most successful leaders do is that they they really uplift their team members. And their team members will do the same for your customers when they understand how to do it. So they'll start you know, taking those pictures with your customers that you can share on social. They'll tar- start to think of creative ways to make memories and magic for your customers that you can share on social media. And so just make sure that you're really, you know, as a leader in your organization, you know the importance of this, not just for, you know, posting and to get new clients, but the importance of using it as a tool to recognize your team. Um, You know, they, you know, birthday celebrations are a great start, uh, but I love to recognize the alignment with your core values, with your vision and your mission, because it keeps the rest of your team, uh, you know, continuously striving to get noticed, right? Um, And they will, they will get noticed. And if they do get noticed and recognized and and you uh, share that about them, that's what people are going to really love. All right, let's dive into number four. This is a game changer, my friends, and it is revolutionary. It will allow you to be able to change the game. Are you ready for it? empower your team and give them autonomy. Give them the autonomy to be able to make decisions. Great leaders are are phenomenal at leading because they're they're not doing everything. They are allowing their team to do things. They are giving their team the autonomy to make the decisions. The most successful small business leaders understand that an engaged and a motivated team is really the backbone of exceptional customer service, my friends. Give your team the freedom to make those decisions and be proactive problem solvers, right? Give them a problem and don't always wait till the problem's there. Sometimes in your daily huddles or your daily conversations or maybe the first 15 minutes of a meeting, allow your team, hey, if this is the problem, what would we do? And talk it through it. That's a great training opportunity for a leader, right? Talk through the challenge. How would you make the decision you would make? It'll allow them to be problem solvers, to be able to think um, with that same lens that you might think with. And it fosters a culture of of really empowerment. And when you start to foster that culture, you unleash the most exceptional, exceptional potential within your team. You build confidence and you create a real dynamic employee engagement. All right, here's the thing. With amazing leaders, this fifth and final tip will help you really be a dynamic leader. And it's not that complicated. You've heard me talk about it before. Are you ready for it? It's the art of active listening right? We are so consumed with so much around us nowadays. I mean, even think about it with your kids, right? They're telling us things. We're hearing, but we're often not listening. And that active listening is really an important, empowering tool for you and for your team. Because if a team member feels like you're listening to them, they're going to feel valued. They're going to feel a sense of belonging. They're going to feel loyalty and connection to you. Hey, people just need certainty, 
right? They need certainty and they need confidence. And when they are certain that you've actually listened to understand and not just listened to hear them, um, that's when they really feel connected to you as a leader and to the organization. So a couple of things you can do, you know, when you're chatting with them, say, and if you're on your phone, you say, you know, give me just one moment, let me finish this, and then I'm all yours. Take the phone and put it away in front of them, put it away. If you're at a meeting and you've got your phone right in front of you, it's not going to work. We know that, right? Now in this virtual world, oh, I was on a meeting last week. Oh, and I didn't even know. I was so frustrated by it. I had about 10, it was about 10 people on this meeting. And um, and one person in particular, the, the whole team could tell that this one person was completely disengaged, yet they were nodding their head the whole time. Uh, but you could tell that they were looking at other things. My friends, we're not fooling anybody. If you're on Zoom and you're doing 10 other things, people know. People know that you're not doing that, what you're doing, what you're supposed to be doing. And so this one person, you know, she's there and she's nodding her head and she's typing. But we're not even talking about anything that required a head nod. Um, and you could tell because she's looking at all her different screens. And so she was totally not engaged. And then when we called on her you know, to engage, she wasn't ready to engage. And so the art of active listening is really a talent and a skill that every great leader needs, right? Eye connection, body language. Um, I always give the example of, you know, if you've ever gone to a doctor's office, for example, and I'm I'm not sure if I've shared this example with this audience or not, but um, if you've gone to a doctor's office and you kind of come up to the counter and, you know, the person might be typing and they'll say health card, they give you the health card. Confirm your address. There you go. Have a seat. Doctor will be right with you. They don't even take a moment to turn and face you. It's not active listening. It's they're hearing what you're saying. They're they're robotic in their approach. But instead, if they said, come on up to the counter, if you want to go ahead and grab your health card, I'll be right with you. Uh, I'm just going to finish this up. Finish up what they're doing. Grab the health card. Awesome. And can I just confirm your address is the same? Yes. Fantastic. And whatever details they need to confirm and say, fantastic. Give me one moment. They type it up and they say, go, you know, have a seat. The doctor will be right with you. What a difference. You're engaged, right? Um, and, and that's what matters. So people need to know and feel like you're actually, you're not just hearing them, that you're actually listening to understand, right? And when you uh, a couple of the tips when you're active listening, of course, head nodding, uh-huh, yes, um, but asking questions, you know, along the way. I'm curious, um, where did that come from? Tell me more about that. You know, that's interesting, but it's that that connection to the conversation is really important. When uh, a colleague of mine often, you know, will be talking about something um, and I share something or somebody else shares something and they go right to another topic. That's not active listening, my friends. You want to make sure that people feel valued. Here's the thing. By mastering the art of active listening, you're going to create these unbreakable bonds uh, with your customers, with your team, and it's going to earn their trust. It's going to earn their loyalty. And <laughs> at the end of the day, it's also going to earn those five-star reviews for your customers and those five-star reviews from your staff, right? It's going to be uh, create that raving fan mentality internally so that it creates a raving fan mentality externally. 
Well, my friends, that's a wrap. I hope these five tips will help you to think outside the box and and really create some dynamic energy in the way you lead. I want you to be able to feel empowered that these tools are going to help you deliver those five-star employee experiences um, and really embrace your role as a leader. Hey, your role is to inspire and motivate and really be successful in your role, not to manage and, and dictate, but to lead and inspire. And for that, you need time and you need tools. And so when you're allowing your team uh, to really be set up for success, it'll give you the time you need to be most successful within your role. So my friends, my leaders, thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode helpful and useful. And if you did, please go ahead and share it with your colleagues, your coworkers, your friends, um, and subscribe to the podcast and our YouTube channel. And don't forget to check out gettheinsideview.com for more leadership tips and techniques. And we do have an upcoming cohort of leadership experience excellence coming up. So if you got questions about that, feel free to connect with us. Uh, we won the gold leadership award for that program. So if it is something you're interested in. It's designed for leadership teams to take together because a leadership team that trains together, my friends, stays together. All right, my friends, go out there and do big things. Have fun. Take care of your team. And always remember, stay ignited so you can excite your employees and they can delight your customers. That's it for me, my friends. Take care and have a great day.